Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about She-Hulk and uh, some big trailers that came out this week. We're going to go ahead and get this thing going. Hey, everyone. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. That's right. We are talking about last week's episode of She-Hulk, but don't worry about spoilers. We're getting to that at the end where we will absolutely spoil it. So if you you know, don't want to hear that, don't worry. We'll give you another warning before we get to, to, uh, to the review. But uh, stick tight for the news. Dylan, what'd you find this week? All right, I'll start with the big one. So first, a oh, there's uh, big news. Well, you know, a big reaction. The yeah. the Wakanda Forever Black Panther yes. two new trailer came out. It was accompanied by tickets going on sale. Normally, the final trailer goes with the tickets on sale date, and um, this one was no different. I've been waiting for another one because that last one was like one of my favorite MCU trailers ever. You know, it was so, it was so good. good. Um, what do you think of this one? Man, it was real good. <laughs> It was. it was it was uh, it was just as good as the first one. Although I think they go in order, though. I think this trailer builds off of the first one. I think you need to see them both. Um, True. I think the first one works a little bit better on its own. Sure, absolutely. And the music was. I think I like the music better a bit in the first one. But okay. I don't know, like the trickle of knowledge and like you know giving us some more like a, a another better look at Shuri's Black Panther was like super effective. And it Absolutely. is Shuri as Black Panther. And a lot of people online are like, maybe it's, you know, blah, blah, blah. Na- Nakia. I'm like, no, it's, I don't know. I feel like it's clearly. Why would her. it be what anybody other than Shuri? Yeah, I don't get it. I think people just want to s- speculate about something. But like the the pattern on the face matches the, like the face paint that she had in the first uh-huh. one. And the body type is clearly Letitia Wright, you know? Right. And not Good. Lupita Nyango. And. I don't know. There's so many reasons, and if you've read the comics, you know, and it's like clearly what that's that's obviously the what it is. Yeah. So I don't know. Now there is Michael, like a little frame, um, within the trailer. Oh, that looks like it. There's maybe another Black Panther or something. I'm gonna send it to you now. Okay. Um, Where you I want it? your opinion on it. Um, Facebook. But. Yeah, but there's um there's a, fl- a, a frame with Namor, and then there's like a little Black Panther behind him, and it's a different mask. So it's yeah. either Shuri with a different mask, or it's like another Black Panther, like she made another suit for someone, or there's rumors that Mbaku becomes Black Panther by the end of the movie. Um, Interesting. It kind of looks male to me. I think so too. But again, that's a, that's a very yeah that's, that's, that's blurry a, that's low that's big uh big blurry <laughs> yeah but it's enough for people to be like who is that you know um i'm leaning towards it's another person and not sherry with a new helmet but or yeah a, it's, a second I, one. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and i I'm, I'm gonna commit with you i believe that is the the case people are thinking maybe killmonger but you know he's dead and he uh, is dead rumors are that he'll appear in the ancestral plane you know um, okay i don't think he'll be like they'll bring him back fully but no i don't know this movie just looks so good there's nothing going against it in my opinion other than the no. obvious you know the movie is going to be excellent i mean namor looks really cool yep how, how do you feel i'm fine with it but people some people aren't vibing with the flappy feet the flappy wings on the feet i'm um, fine with it i mean i'm about it it is a little like silly looking, I guess. Well, of course, and, it like, is. It works better in comics because they're like not flapping, <laughs> right? But, um, it, dude, it's fine. If this is what we're complaining about, it's fine. 
Like, yeah, that's a that's like a nitpick for sure. Yeah, that's a big nitpick. I think I also think maybe people are trying to find something they can complain about Namor because he's so different from the comics. And um, weirdly enough, I mean, like people are that that was the complaint, right? That he looks different from the comics, Uh right? Uh huh. I mean, you're coding it. I am. Um, but now we're complaining about the comic accurate thing in the. I don't know. Yeah, he looks different, but too much the same in the way that I don't want. You know, like right. It needs to be more same, but also different. Yeah, but completely different. Um, I hate it, man. I don't know. I just think, I think it's one of those that like seems like it's going to be universally loved when it comes out. I don't Absolutely, know. Absolutely, dude. One hundred. Do you think it's going to be as well received as the first one? It was nominated for Oscar for best picture. Had a huge cultural impact. Yes, yes, I do. I definitely do. I think I think this is going to be the most ticket sales of the year. Um, but I think there's well, no- there's also Avatar. I no way Black Panther two. I I, I don't would know. like to see that happen, but I'm not sure. I, Avatar is such a wild card because it is. It's been so it's long. Coming up on three billion now. The movie since it got re released, it's like two point nine something billion. <laughs> that's that's like three times the first Black Panther made. So I'm like, but that was so long ago, you know? Right. That's a, that was a different time. Yeah, I don't know. I hope that I hope that you're right because they're both water movies, and I want to see the better water movie. Uh, Clearly, ahead. You know, I'm assuming this will be better. But it it has to be. I'm sure way way of water will be very well made and you know entertaining. When does that come out? December? Something like that. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um what else? Like I kind of forgot that like they they released a new poster with the trailer too. And like Oh yeah. I forget that it's basically like also a female-led movie, you know? Like all the main oh, characters true. are women other than Namor. That's pretty cool. With Ramonda and Okoye and Nakia and Shuri. And Baku's there too. <laughs> He's a <Yeah>. token man. <laughs> but hey, you know what? They had to have once that, you know, men could identify with someone, you know? Finally, for once. But that's really cool. Because yeah, like it's not dude. like marketed that way, but it's just the way it is. I, I love that. I'm... I. Yeah, you're right. It hasn't really been marketed in that way, but I think it's good. I think this is going to be... Uh, yeah, it's got to overtake Avatar. I'm doing it. I'm call, I'm going out on a limb. I'm I'm locking it in, Dylan. Locking Avatar it in. Avatar 2, right? Yeah, Avatar 2, obviously. Well, okay, my next question is, will it be nominated for an Oscar for Best yes. Picture? Yes. Has a sequel ever been nominated for an Oscar? I uh, wonder. Godfather 2. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Lord, Lord of the Rings. Oh, Lord Return of the, the Rings. I thought that one, they just waited until they were, and you know, like, I don't think but Return of the King. that was nominated before that, right? No. I And because I, I don't think Return of the King was all that much better than Two Towers or Fellowship. It's just that. It's like the final season of Game of Thrones winning all the Emmys and stuff. It's like, you're right. just doing it because it's ending. Well, and also they filmed them all at the same time. So like, we knew this was a this was a short window between these movies, and this was, you know, and Godfather One was nominated, right? Yeah. Okay, so a precedent. There's a precedent for a movie being nominated twice, a franchise. Yeah, I'm trying I to think if that's if, ever happened outside of that. I, 
I I can't recall. Um, not in recent history. So not in a long time. It's also possible that Avatar two gets nominated. You never know. The what was the first one? Yeah. Oh, okay. If it um blows For people best away picture? with its technological achievements. Like okay, look, I'm not trying to be a jerk, but like the first one was nominated for Best Picture. Why? I think it was for the technology, honestly. Oh, for being it impressive. was groundbreaking in ways guess, in that way. Okay, yeah. okay. I guess there's I other. Yeah, there's other like ways to judge it other than just the plot, but then just the. Good. I don't think the script. I don't think the script got any uh, mm. nominations, but anyway, Black I Panther. See. Get your tickets if you haven't already. Yes. You don't want to miss the spoilers. Um, uh, but more MCU news. Avengers Secret Wars, which is the culmination of the next couple phases. It's the one that comes after Avengers Kang Dynasty. Yes. Um, it got its writer. Um, controversial uh, choice online. He's, he's uh, Michael Waldron. He wrote Loki and Doctor oh, Strange, right. Multiverse of Madness. Um, okay. So I, I'm of two minds here, Michael. Mm-hmm. Are you a big fan of this scribe? I like no. Um, okay. I, I I liked Loki fine. Um, the things that I didn't like about Doctor Strange, I maybe aren't his fault. Like I don't think Doctor Strange is well written, um, but I don't think that, like the plot was great. And I know a lot of that was Raimi. Like the villain right. was Nightmare, and then Raimi said, "I know I want it to be Wanda." So like the big storyline problems maybe aren't Michael Waldron's fault. But like, there's I other don't things where I'm like, that. there's other things where I'm like, maybe it is like Illuminati, Illuminati, you know, like <laughs> that. I feel like maybe him, like maybe that's his fault. And I'm one. I'm hoping we don't get that kind of not the Illuminati. Illuminati. <laughs> mm. I don't know. What else has he done? He's written for the TV show Heels, the uh, wrestling show, uh, Rick and Morty. That's it. He's clearly a big player in the MCU now, though. You know? Oh yeah. After wow. writing Loki, you would think maybe it would it would have made more sense for him to write Kang Dynasty, since he did Kang and Loki. But like, I don't know. I don't know, Michael. I, um, this doesn't make me excite more excited. I'll just say that. No, it's it's uh you're neutral on it. I I agree. I'm also neutral on it. I'm trying not to be negative. I'm trying. I don't want to put all the blame on him. You know, people. I mean, it's worth, you know, like realizing that with these Marvel movies, like there's so much oversight and the plot is basically dictated and they're like, hey, make make this. And the, and Wanda dies in the end. And this is how this happens. And like now write it, you know, it's like, right. These things are predestined. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So how much stake or how much, you know, can you give how much can you put on one individual writer? I mean, a lot though. I like wish that, it was more clear. Yeah, Aluma Wadi. I think you. Yeah, I think you could put that. Well, I don't know. That's that sounds also like it could be an ad lib. You know, right? Ramey said he also added in a lot of jokes and stuff on the spot. You know, a lot of improv and ad libs. So this, it, when there's like three thousand people that make the movie, it's hard to. It's not like an indie movie where it's like one person wrote it and directed it, and you know, like right. It's their it's clearly clearly someone's fault. It's yeah, it's so much harder to point the finger with these Marvel movies, right? With these Marvel movies, <laughs> sound like these over. these Marvel movies. <laughs> okay, speaking of Marvel movies, El Muerto, the Spider Man, yeah, the Bad Bunny movie. 
<laughs> Benito. Um, so it got a director. Oh, okay. Um, Jonas Cuaron, who is the child of Alfonso Cuaron. I was going to say, is he related to the other yeah. very famous? It's a nepotism baby. Um, okay, that's fine. He hasn't really done much yet. He's done a couple like shorts and stuff. Um, I'm okay. hoping he like studied under his father, maybe. <laughs> uh-huh. For those who don't know, he did Gravity and um, Children of Men. Maybe? Yeah, Children of and, Men. And uh, other ones. Uh, and other great films. Mama I, well, I, yeah, liked, he did, he I liked uh, I liked Gravity a lot. It was very well directed. Yeah. So if he, I guess if he picked up on some uh, traits from his father, then this is a good sign, maybe. Also, he's yeah. Mexican, so oh, that's he, good. He did Roma. That's right. Oh, Alfonso. Yeah. Alfonso. No, um, yeah, not not his son. So it's got a more like you know lived in, uh, like someone with more lived in experience could maybe like speak to it rather than some white dude directing it. You know. Um, yeah, I don't know, Michael. Though I don't know. Mm. I, this is another neutral one because I don't, I'm not familiar with him. But I mean, the story here is, I guess, that the movie's moving forward. What? Well, I'm looking, you never know with these Sony movies. That's yeah. I mean, I can assume not, right? <laughs> like, I think I think the baseline assumption is no. No, like it won't get made. No, I think I think we're not going to see it. It's possible, but like each new development is like a tick in the direction of it coming out, you know? True. Announced, it's like probably not. And then once you get a director and a writer, it's like maybe 20, 20% chance. Right. And then once it's like starts filming, then it's like, well, probably. Well, know, then you so have a Batgirl like, situation. Yeah. I want to say that was unprecedented and will never happen again, but who knows? I mean, I, yeah, they might de- shelve it. It definitely was unprecedented. I mean, I can't think of a of a large budget example. I'm sure there's there's plenty of indie movies that got shot and never released, but that doesn't count. Yeah. <clears throat> Hopefully, it doesn't happen again. We'll see. Yeah. Um. Okay. We're getting a trailer for Super Mario Bros. You know the you know the uh-huh. one with Chris Pratt and um. Uh. Charlie Day, Anya Taylor Joy, Jack Keegan Black Michael as Bowser Key. as Toad, yeah, Seth Rogen Seth as Donkey Rogen. Kong, yeah. You uh, know, look, look. Aside from Chris Pratt, I think this is an excellently casted movie. So I'm yeah. about the cast. I think I think that makes I'm 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 about all of it. I'm not sold on Anya Taylor Joy as Princess Peach. Sorry, Anya. My bad. Um, you are okay. Yeah, she I'm doesn't about match it. it. No, I know. She's very like. I know it's, uh, but but I I don't know. I I can I can see it. I also love Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's good too. That's top notch casting. Okay, well we got a poster for it. We're getting a trailer for it tomorrow on Thursday, um, at New York Comic Con. Are we We got a poster? We I mean we have to right. Imagine if there's no Chris Pratt voice. Um, I'm not. I don't know, Michael. I'm not like automatically against the casting it's i'm trying to like think about how i would feel about it if we didn't have all this chris pratt baggage right look like he is good in lego movies he's fine like Like, i okay like taking everything else aside it's not the worst thing in the world i'm also not a mario purist where it's like oh my god we got to get charles um martinet or whatever his name is i don't know if anyone should be a mario purist but yeah right like i don't know dude like 
what do you want? What do you? Who do you want to play Mario? Like, what is the internet? Does they do they have a uh, a replacement? No. Like, and also it's like, I don't think we need to be like a <laughs> stickler for like nation specific casting, like getting an Italian actor because it's like a Japanese creation. Yeah, yeah, no, no and like it's not that important. So not not on this. No. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the poster. I was the, really impressed with it. I the poster is good. It looks exactly like what I would want this movie to be, which is like a leveled up just version. It's basically like what a Mario game with good graphics would be if the Switch wasn't awful, you know? <laughs> right. Like what it could, like what a PS5 Mario game could look like or something. Yeah, um, it'll just make you mad that N- Nintendo doesn't pull the trigger on 4K. On advancing anything ever. ever. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Finally coming late to the party. I mean, but we say that, but they sell more units than anybody else. You know what I mean? No, like, whatever they're doing is great. It's just like things look awful on it. Right. I Man, tried I, to play Dead by Daylight on it and I couldn't see. Fortnite tried, looks terrible. I tried on to it. play Fortnite on it. And dude, it's wild how bad that 3D game 3D games aren't it on on no, the Switch. I just play my um, Super Nintendo stuff. or my. But can you imagine like a game with like ray tracing and like really good right. graphics like this with mario that would be so cool you know breath of the wild sort of i think it's done the most you can do with that system yeah they did and, a really good job of utilizing the limits yeah the limitations but can you imagine that game on like a a high quality piece of hardware <laughs> something that's not a toy yeah right right for sure something that's an entertainment system yeah yeah anyway Welcome anyway, the, the poster Switch is podcast. really promising. I'm excited for this movie. I love Mario. I love the Mario universe, even though it has no story. I'm excited um, for Keegan Michael Key as Toad. That's my favorite casting. That's your favorite? Uh huh. I think I'm most excited, most excited for Seth Rogen as Tanky uh, King. Yeah, I hope, uh, I hope it's that. Yeah. Okay, so final prediction, Michael. Is um, Chris Mario Pratt doing an Italian oh. accent or is he just Chris Pratt? So is he just Emmett from the Lego movie? Yeah, is he that or is he Italian accent? He's got. It's not I'm Mario. Saying, I'm gonna say Italian accent. He's got to do it. Well, I mean, right? Itali- a, a finger quotes. Mario accent. Let's say that he's gonna do a Mario accent. That is not Italian accent. Let's yeah. go. You know, the <laughs> guy know who does the guy who does the Mario voice is not Italian either. So I mean, the fine. Is he gonna do Jared Leto in House of Gucci? <laughs> <laughs> One can only hope, Dylan. Um, I'm he gonna say yes. Been Mario. That would have been the best. Oh my god! No, he's Waluigi. Are you kidding me? Or Lady Gaga. Uh, she should have been Peach. She should have been Mario. Is Peach Italian too? Um, no, I would assume not. so. Are they all Italian? I'm very confused. Is is Peach her given? Like, is that is that her true surname? Princess Toadstool. Oh, Princess Toadstool. That's right. Uh, I don't think I, I don't think Toadstool's Italian. So. Toadstoolini. <laughs> yes. I don't think so. So anyway. I'm gonna say um, I'm gonna say no, Peach is not Italian. No, but um, but for Mario, a- yes, accent, he's doing it. Yes? He's doing it. I say yes too. Okay. He's doing he's doing his version of the Mario voice. But I feel like it would be safer to not, honestly. It might it be a good be. business decision to not do that. Hey guys, I'm Mario. Yeah, that might just be that'd be like See, disappointing, that's worse. but at least it wouldn't be as memeable though, you know. Um, I'm hoping they lead into the chaotic energy of like something that people can really roast, you know. Right. That would be fun. I think if they did the 
Chris Pratt doing Chris Pratt, you would get gotta fix fast energy out of this, you know. One last prediction. Okay. What Mario phrase or word will he say? Like, like it's a me or wah or like you know uh, what? What are we gonna get? All of them, dude. But he's in gonna the, in the trailer. No, oh in, in the trailer. Tra- oh in the trailer. Yeah, what, what's the reveal phrase gonna be? It's a me, Mario. <laughs> I would Got, love that. Gotta be. It's dude. gotta be right. Yeah. It has to be. It'll be like knock, knock, knock on the door. You're gonna see everybody else but Mario. Mario's gonna be coming into Toad's item shop or whatever, and like. Yeah. Hey, who's at the door? Or however Toad sounds, right? Uh, and it's like, it's a me, Mario. And like, oh, that's it, huh? I would love that. I hope we get that. I we'll hope tomorrow. So. Yes. Well, we'll report two- on a six-day-old trailer next next episode. Yeah, you're welcome. But so anyway. you have time to watch it. That's <laughs> yeah. all I got. That's Let's hear about this. Though. Let's hear about this live sale. I bet you didn't know that we host a weekly live streaming comic sale. Dust off your old Facebook account or borrow your grandma's login. Join us every Wednesday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Central. Bedrock City is the only verified blue check comic store on Facebook, meaning we're better than everyone else. It also means that we're trusted to bring you brand new quality key issues, comic bundles, variants, and more every week at super affordable prices. Even if you've already spent all your money on Fortnite skins like me, you can still join just to hang out and chat comics with Kevin Austin and me. For all the details not covered here, or if your auditory processing disorder didn't allow you to comprehend anything I just said, head over to bedrockcity.com live to read all the details. Hashtag ad. And we are back. And before we get to my news, we are going to talk about our picks of the week. My pick of the week is Dan Slott returning to Spider-Man on Spider-Man number one. Very exciting. Um, it is the new spider-man book it's connected to the what, what more do you need to say yeah i mean like what do you want dude it's it is stan slot back on spider-man look i know people it's funny like the journey people had with dan slot on spider-man right like they loved it oh now he's on too long hey dan slot's back yeah i like it and it's got a it's got a bunch of really good covers so come check it out my pick is also a spider book what it's edge of spider verse number five Nice. Um, each one has new spider characters, first appearances, like the last run of Edge of Spider Verse, and then this one's name is Web Weaver. He's a fashion designer, um, studying under the Van Dyne Institute. Oh, yeah, and it's our first openly gay Spider-Man. Um, and nice. he's, he's got like a female, like a male, uh, silk, uh, counterpart. Um, okay, so it's pretty cool. Love interest. Nice. Um, and there's also. My favorite uh, appearance in this book is a new, like, very cute spider character created by and written by uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, the people who did the Spider-Verse movie. They created their own comic, so it's the first appearance of that character, too. And he's like a little, like, he's like a little animation character. It's really cute, but you never know. He might be in the movie. Stands to reason, but... I mean, I think that's a safe bet. Maybe. That's all I got. That's okay. my news um so i don't remember if we've talked about it previously but um robert eggers of the witch fame the witch yes is directing a remake of nosferatu the old silent horror film uh i don't think i knew that until this week okay um because i can't remember if we talked about it before but um there's some casting announcements um we have uh anya taylor joy um, Bill Skarsgård and L- Lily Rose Depp 
come aboard the okay. film. I assume Bill Skarsgård is going to be playing Nosferatu. Uh, no, it's Anya Taylor-Joy. Oh, I mean, that's also fine. Um, <laughs> so Deadline reports, here's the uh, what they say here, quote, in, in the new reimagining, the pick is a gothic tale of obsession between haunted young woman, Depp, in the 19th century Germany with the ancient Transylvania vampire, Skarsgård, who stalks her, bringing untold horror with him. Um, I think this will be fantastic. This is an absolutely perfect property for Eggers to to hop onto. I'm a I am very much about it. I agree. Have you ever seen the original Nosferatu Dylan? I've seen clips, I haven't seen the whole thing though. It's I'm good. Familiar. It's I mean, it's not that long. Like it's you can go find them online for free. Uh it's it's cool to watch. Um it's obviously very dated. It came out in 1922. Um, and it's silent, so there's that for you. Um, if you've never seen it, but uh, I'd recommend going to check it out. Um, we got a trailer for the new Unsolved Mysteries series that's uh, on Netflix, the 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 third volume of it, and it's coming out uh for spooky season, October 18th. And I liked the first two uh, of this reboot version of it, and this one looks sufficiently spooky. Uh, Dylan, have you been watching these at all? No, I'm not a real big true crime person. Oh, really. I don't have okay. a really good reason. I just it's not not really my thing. But me neither. But the 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 unsolved mysteries branding got me because I used to love that show. Better when I was a kid. because it looks like the families are involved in stuff. You know, right? Like, trying yeah. to like raise awareness for obviously unsolved mysteries. You know, right? So that feels better than like the Dahmer show. You know what I mean? I feel like there's different kinds of right. true crime. Content. I don't love just purely factual true crime. I mean, that's it's interesting. But I'm good. Give me something else. Give me something uh, sensationalized a little bit. You know. When are you gonna watch Don't F with Cats though? Man, I don't know, Dylan. I, you can get through it. There's not a lot of cat stuff. You know. Okay. It's so good. That's the maybe. one true crime that I stand. Okay, maybe, maybe. All right, rapid fire. We got another. We got a news. Another news story here. So, oh. uh, Takashi Miike, one of my favorite Japanese film directors is directing a horror film for Disney Plus in Korea. Oh, it's a um, film. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. A series. Excuse me. Um, oh, okay. it, is a series. it is a series for Disney Plus in Korea, um, which is wild. I mean, I know we've reported on stuff like this before where other countries, Disney Pluses have wildly different restrictions than ours do. Right. Because um, if you don't know... Um, Takashi Miike is famous for making um, very graphic and very violent horror movies. He's done Audition, Gozu, Visitor Q, Ichi the Killer, uh, The Happiness of the Katakuris, uh, Old Boy, all sorts of things. Um, but, and if you've seen any of those movies, you know that they're all very violent and or very disturbing. Um, he's very, very good. If you've never seen any of his films, I would recommend Audition the most. Anyway, he has a new series for Disney Plus in Korea, which has no American release date yet. So there's that. Uh, but all of his stuff ends up coming out here anyway. So I wouldn't be surprised if we do. But get if to see we've this. had South Korean stuff on our Disney Plus, like Snowdrop, you know, so there's a precedent. It might happen. Well, I mean, I don't think we'd get this on our Disney Plus, though. This well, is... We have like R-rated stuff now, too. Like oh, 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 do, yeah. do we? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then there we go. It could happen. So this one... Um, this is a series adapted from a manga. It's about a man who is kidnapped and one of his eyes is removed by a gang of organ hunters. 
Uh, his eye is then transported in the body of a serial killer. The unwilling donor now has terrible visions as he witnesses terrifying attacks on the residents of Seoul. Um, Wait, I... this is a movie. This is already a movie. Is it? With with Jessica Alba. Where her it... eyes get stolen and put into a serial killer. Her eyes. Is it? Yes. What's it called? I've... Maybe I'm, I'm looking at it's maybe, called the eye. Never heard of it. It's an exact plot, Michael. Is it? Is it based yes. on that same manga? I don't think so. It came out in 2008. Oh wow, then probably not. Interesting. Well, either way, this look was it was it really graphically violent? No. This looked pretty graphically violent, which this I'm looks excited. very different, yeah. Yeah. Um, because that is like the 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 calling card of a of a Mike film is a is it gross? And I thought it looked pretty gross, um, in in a, in a good way. I would recommend checking the trailer out. There is no English. There's no subtitles. They're speaking Korean, so you got to just go by vibes unless you speak Korean. Um, what did you think of the trailer, Dylan? Was it something you would watch if it, if it was in English and you could watch it? Yeah, if, it, <laughs> if we got <laughs> subtitles. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It looks stylistically. You've never seen really English good. movies, right? I don't think so. No, I've been wanting to watch Audition. But Audition is so good, Dylan. Audition is so good. I need to watch it, man. It, it sucks though that like the thing with Audition is I won't spoil it here, but I feel like that movie's been spoiled for everybody. I feel like everybody knows how that movie goes, and like some of the big like surprises and reveals, like everyone. It's yeah. It's like it's like going into Star Wars and not knowing that Vader <laughs> is Luke's dad. You know, it's like yeah. come on, you can't, you can't not. It's not that level, obviously, but like if you're into esoteric horror movies, I think you know what's up with Audition. Um, but if this got on our Disney Plus, I'd probably check it out. Nice. And yeah, I, looks- I, so I looked it up. The Eye is based on a 2002 Hong Kong horror film. A Chinese really? horror film. So it's not original either. Wow. <laughs> I don't no, know no, where this concept started. You have to follow the breadcrumbs, I guess. Uh, no, I think that I'm going to get like... That, that sounds like how you get... And that's how you end up in one of these these plots. I'm not following that breadcrumb. Mm-mm, nope. Then I'm <laughs> gonna get my eye taken right. out. Um, I have two more trailers to talk about real quick. Uh, we got a trailer. Uh, well, so last week when we lost our news portion, I believe one of our news things was talking about how we were about to get a trailer for Cabinet Curiosities. Well, we got it. So, Yay. um, and it's awesome. It is real good. Um, it's the new Guillermo del Toro show that is going to be on Netflix. Um, it's a anthology series of live action stories that is quote meant to challenge our traditional notions of horror. And we get the trailer opens with Del Toro speaking to us, the audience, mm-hmm. a very Hitchcocky, which I love. <laughs> I love that. I thought this was excellent. I thought the trailer looked is everything that you want out of a, a Del Toro horror project. A perfect Halloween watch. Absolutely. It comes I out like the little bingeable, digestible nuggets that we're getting, you know? It's yes. Be fun. It, it comes out October 25th. Um, oh, over like three nights, yeah, right? Four, four days. Four days. Okay. Launching a f- special four day double episode Netflix and Chills Halloween event. Um, so it's going to, oh, well, no, I'm sorry. It, this goes for three days, but the event Netflix and Chills is for four days. Um, it's confusing. Yeah, I know. So what's the looks... point in doing it like in rapid succession like that? I feel like it should just be like either weekly or all at once. Three days in a row is weird to me. I know that is weird. I don't know. Um, 
Or do like six, like eight. Uh, how many episodes is it? Six? Uh, six. If it's two. Okay. Just do six days then. I don't know. I have no, it's, it's eight. I'm sorry. It, it is eight. Oh, so some days have to have more than two. I, I'm guessing some are shorter than others. Okay. Um, Either way, I'm very hyped for this. It me too. Really Go watch the trailer. It's not going to give away too much. You can watch it and not. It's a sizzle reel. <laughs> it is. It is absolutely a sizzle reel. Um, and then we got another trailer, a new, I know that saying this name out loud will either, you know, shun you or, you know, pique your interest a little bit. We have the new M. Night Shyamalan movie um, called Knock at the Cabin starring Batista. <laughs> is is it and disrespectful that I call him by his wrestling name? I, no. I call the rock, the rock. It's Batista. It's Bautista okay. now. No, it's Batista. Okay. There's no U when he was in WWE. Yeah, because no one could say Bautista. It's gonna no. be Batista. Yeah, Batista. I anyway, um, So, where do you stand with M Night Shyamalan now? Man, I don't know, dude. I I think I I don't I don't stand with M Night Shyamalan. I will watch his films. I didn't see the uh, the beach one where the kids get old or whatever. Old. That was awful. I did not see old. Um, I what was the one with the old people? The visit. I like that one. I thought that one was all right. Yeah. Um. I don't remember what else came out before. Was it was the happening the one that the was it that long in between? Um, glass what? was the Gla- one before that. Oh, glass and split. He's going back and forth. Split was good. Glass was bad. Old was bad. The visit was good. After Earth was terrible. Avatar was terrible. Happening was terrible. Lady in the Water terrible. So I guess maybe more misses. I don't know. Village. I like the village a lot, but um. Anyway, that so, was right before. That was the next one. Yeah, right. So here we are. We have a trailer for the new Shyamalan movie. And so look, if it didn't have that name on the tin, I think I would be more excited for it because I think the trailer Same. is very good. It's a good trailer. Yeah, it's a very good trailer. Most uh, of his movies do have good trailers, though. I will say well, that. I, I think old did not. <laughs> I think old I knew. Well, it's because I said his name on it. I don't know. Like I knew it was going to have some stupid nonsense twist. Yeah, I can you know, I can see that. Yeah. You know, like I didn't like the I didn't like it. This one it's really good, man. So, um the the synopsis is the following. Also, the movie does not come out till February of next year. Um Dang. while vacationing at a remote cabin, a young girl and her parents are taken hostage by four armed strangers who demand that the family make an unthinkable choice to avert the apocalypse with limited access to the outside world. The family must decide what they believe before all is lost. And of course we don't know what the, what this unthinkable choice is. Um, I think the the trailer is leading us to believe that it is a Sophie's choice type situation. Um, yeah, that's that's, what the choice is. I mean, that's, but that's like too obvious, right? There has to be some, something else i'm pretty sure i think that i think that is it i think the reveals are like whether or not the world's ending for real and what these people want and you know oh you think so it's based on a book that i have wanted to read but i haven't gotten to it's called cabin at the end of the world okay um i'm not sure how closely it'll follow the book but Um, i don't know i i liked the trailer a lot what did you think dylan i thought the trailer was really strong i don't know but like i said i'm like very cautious of a nice movie. It has several things going against it, right? It has Batista as a lead. <laughs> it's, it's M. Night Shyamalan. Is he the lead? I don't know. He's narrating the not. trailer, basically. 
He's near. I think he's the antagonist, though. So I feel like maybe like the dads are the leads, maybe, mm. or maybe one of the dads dies pretty quickly. One of them looks disposable. Yeah, one of them's Jonathan Groff, and then one of them is someone I've never seen before. So I don't know, but that's true. <laughs> I'm just making predictions, but um, it's not his original story, so maybe that's a good thing. He didn't. It's based on a book that he didn't write. Um, but then I said that to someone after watching the trailer and they were like, well, so is Avatar, The Last Airbender. I'm like, true. Yikes. So he does also have a history of badly adapting things. So I don't know, Michael. I think it looks good. But again, like I am very cautiously reserving judgment. I'm not going to get free support... hugs for this. Is this one of the first major studio Queer horror movies, like with a wide release, kind yeah, of getting thing. a wide release. Yes, I mean, yeah. like, because there was they slash them that just came out, um, and yeah, that's on streaming, Peacock or something. There's a plethora there's, of streaming and oh yeah, indie indie ones, yeah, right. There's there's plenty of those, but none that get theatrically released like this. Not an M Night Shyamalan movie. This also has Rupert Grint in it. We should it, note that it does. Uh, Ron Weasley himself. Yeah, the one and only um well i don't know michael we'll, we'll keep you posted I, it's probably going to be bad if we if i mean if Likely. i have to put money on it it's bad are we reading the book uh maybe maybe i think that might ruin the movie what little enjoyment we'll get out of the yeah movie. i think i think i don't want to know what's going on uh, or maybe you know maybe that's better though because i'm gonna watch this whole stupid movie waiting for the stupid twist that i know is coming and but can he do that? Can he, he can he inject a twist like one of his of lame course. twists? You know, if it's of course. based on a book, I guess he could. Yeah, you do whatever he wants. You buy the rest of the movie. You do whatever. Buy There's the no the book, twist in Avatar want. though, so like that's true. Maybe he won't. Let's have some restraint. Ang shows up. That's the twist. Ong, you mean? Oh, Ong, Ong. Yeah. Oh, oh. Excuse me. Right. It's Ong and Shyamalan's verse. I yeah. forgot. All right. Anyway, let's hear about all these tabletop events. It's time to give you the rundown on all of the awesome upcoming tabletop events for the month of July. All exact dates and formats can be found on our Discord server. Kicking it off with Keyforge. We run two events a month at our Clear Lake location from 7pm till around 9. Keyforge is the perfect game for casual and hardcore card game players. We also love our role-playing games. Once a month at our Clear Lake store, we host an in-store one-shot RPG for players of all skill levels. Players don't need to bring anything. All play materials, dice, pencils, and character sheets will be provided. There is no entry fee. However, we do ask that you make a purchase of any size from the gaming department on the day of the event. Seats are very limited, and sign-ups are only open for about three weeks before the event. And of course, I can't forget about Paint Club. Every month we get together and paint some tabletop RPG miniatures. These events are for painters of all skill levels, including none. These events occur at Arcady and Clear Lake locations. We'll see you at the game tables. And we are back, and we are going to talk about the newest episode of She-Hulk. I don't remember the title. Episode but it's ep- 7. Episode 7, thank you. Um, we only have a couple more to go, but full warning, spoilers are ahead. And full speculation uh, for anything that might happen in She-Hulk. Or any connected works. So there's your warning. 
<laughs> All right. So here we are um, coming off of last week's episode. Um, I will say I wasn't super thrilled to, to watch it this week because the last week's was fine, but definitely right, not. You were kind of down on the last week one, right? I was um, still love the series as a whole. But I will say this episode turned it around for me. Uh, yeah, from last week. This week, this week was great. It was really good again. Yeah, yeah. So it was like a, a little slip up last week, you know. But yeah, we're back on track. Yeah. Um, I think probably binged last week's episode would not have been like a miss. But they've been such just like banger episodes. Like every week, I keep looking forward to it. And then last week was just like, oh, that's all right. Yeah. If you could just power through it, it wouldn't be as impactful. I think. Yeah. So what happened, Dylan? What happened in this episode? So here we are again, Michael. Back again. The Daredevil bros are outraged. Let down. Um, it still hasn't happened. I love when that. When is it going to happen? I love that for us. <laughs> I when don't is care. it going to happen? I listen, I'm still hoping, I'll say it I'll say it again that it's just an after credit scene at the with the final episode. Like haha, you waited, you watched this whole show. Here it and is. Here and here it is. Like that would be amazing. Or would that burn a bridge? Is that bad for marketing? No, dude. I mean, they've already like they're calling themselves are the villain of the show. Yeah, right. They're already roasting them in the show. They don't know that though. They don't. They think they're not. They're not. They're not self sentient. That's true. They're not. Intelligentsia Mm. is Reddit incels and Twitter incels. You know, it's it's true. I don't know, man. It's. I like that. I like that the villain of the show is the villain of the show in real life too. You know, it's like it's amazing how that worked out, right? Yeah, I want to say it's genius, but they were so predictable that like maybe it's not. I don't know. You know what I mean? Right. I, like the trap is so like it's so like, obvious. Yeah, woman. Right. That's it. Buh. That's the trap. Strong woman. Buh. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well. So no Daredevil, Daredevil again. I'm assuming next episode, but we've said that three weeks in a row. So maybe not, you know, yeah. we'll see. Um, but this one was more like introspective, like mm-hmm. focusing more on Jen's internal conflict, which is kind of what I've been waiting for. I've been wanting to see more of that. Um, we've gotten hints of it and like seeing the ramifications of things happening to her, but she right. hasn't really addressed it. But she, she goes to check on, um, Emil Blonsky um in his like little retreat. Uh yes. Um, and he's got like a group therapy with a bunch of like Z list Marvel uh villains. Ultimate, Porcupine Ultimate Z list. Manbull La Aguila and Saracen, um, oh. who's a blade character. Um Manbull is a de- Daredevil character. Porcupine's a Spider-Man villain. Um Jeez. But they're all real comic book people. Yeah. And they're like, go they're get in the first like, Yeah, get them now before they spike. To five dollars. Um, no pun intended for porcupine. But um <laughs> hey, it's, it's um they're like trying to reform themselves through this group therapy with abomination. And um Jen ends up basically having to join in and address some of her issues. And I thought that was like a really great scene, one of my favorite scenes in the show I, so far. I think so too. It it could have been cringy, but it definitely wasn't. It was well written and it was good, and it didn't seem false, you know. Yeah, it was very like surface level, um, like introspection. But of course, it needs to be that because it's Marvel. Um, 
But like, it was nice to see. I kept waiting for. So I did this last week with Josh. I'm like, I don't trust him, you know. Right. Um, but with this one, I kind of like trusted the villain guys because I was like, that would be too. Like, it's a lame twist if it turned out they were just. They're like, trying evil. to trap her. They're all intelligentsia or something. Yeah, I felt so. I like kind of like was able to trust them, which there haven't been a lot of trustworthy men in this show so far. No. Um. So it was like a nice like change of pace, you know, like some guys that like. It's interesting that the villains are the ones that um aren't awful to her, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's I, the nice guys. That's what you gotta look out for in life. It's a that's <laughs> like something to it. The guys who think they're the nice guy. That's true. The self-professed well, nice guys. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the trope, right? Yeah. And it's it's real. That's hilarious. I love um, it. I love it. I but I love there was that, no action again. Were no, you mad about that? None. No. It's not um, a superhero show. No, it's a lawyer show. It's not that either. It's nothing. No. It's a drama. It, but the <laughs> dramedy. We should say we were correct to not trust Josh. Josh is her love interest. Oh, yeah. It was introduced at the wedding last season. And then this episode opened with like a few dates and then them um, you know, hooking up. And then he ghosts her. And that's what's like kind of got that, her questioning her duality, you know. Right. And she's very sad. Yeah. And that's what she talks about in the group session and like uh, how to just be Jen, how to be just Jen, you know? Um, is that the most unrealistic part of the show? Is that like she's rich and conventionally attractive, but no one wants to date her? Of course. Like it's like um, in she the any curly of hair shows. Though. Oh, ugh, that <laughs> exactly. troll. That's what it seems like they're doing. Well, it's like all those shows where it's like, it's like a, uh, all those shows and movies, like she's all that. Like you're telling me, Rachel yeah. Lee Cook. Oh, oh, put put her in a messy. But she had glasses. Uh, she has glasses. Yeah. Right. Hideous. That that, that goblin. <laughs> <laughs> like an absolute troll. You know, like I, it, that, that's the TV Hollywood thing, right? It's just you take you take the very attractive person and like mess their hair up, put them in a baggy shirt, <laughs> and give them yeah. glasses. You know, I think, like, in reality of the show, it's probably because she's a workaholic and hasn't made time for that, you know? Sure. But, like, it's natural to project that onto, like, well, no one likes me, I guess, you know? Like, that's a very human thing to do, I think, if you're not, like, putting out what you need to. Um, but I don't know. Josh. Let's talk about Josh. Yes. What about him? He's so likable with their <laughs> little the, their cute dates. There's a Haim song playing, a nice little pop song. Right, like, like a cute situation. If we didn't know he was up to no good, he'd be perfect for her, Dylan. No, and at the end, it's revealed that he, I guess, took her blood while she was asleep. And we found that out via emojis, I guess. Yeah, he texted someone called Hulk King. Um, mm. texted some emoji. He copied her phone while she was asleep, and then texted Hulking, basically Hulk, Hulking, Hulking. Hulk King. I thought I said Hulkling at first, and I was like, that can't be right. Oh my gosh. It's too close to Hulkling. I don't like it. I'm going to yeah. say Hulk King. Um, Hulking. What? I, <laughs> so, but. Anyway, also, uh, Todd no, is Hulking, Hulk King, right? No. Yes, maybe. But yeah, probably. But the, the, the most unrealistic thing is that she didn't wake up for the giant camera flash in her face when he took her picture. That too. Phones have good night mode now. He didn't need to do that, you know? Right. 
It's like did he? I'm wondering if like he somehow chemically knocked her out because you that's wake it, up with someone drawing blood too. That's what it, you know? that's what it looked like. I mean, that's that's a little dark for Marvel though for Disney. I, so I could see I had, why they wouldn't depict that. I had to rewind to see like did I miss him drugging her? It's like did I somehow like pick up my phone and just not see that he knocked her out or something? I think it's better that they didn't go there. That's yeah. Because then there's other implications too, and it's like we don't need to open that door, you know. I agree with you, but we'll just suspend our disbelief. She didn't wake up when he uh, turned a giant flashlight in her face. She was really tired. Okay, that's true. Really sleepy. She had a chamomile tea before bed. (laughs) I mean, she had a long day. They went rock climbing or whatever they did. I don't really get. I thought with Hulk. If you tried to puncture Hulk's skin, like it turned into Hulk as it was happening and it like couldn't, it wouldn't work. You know what I mean? Like, you remember Bruce Banner comics, said, or is that from the movies? Well, even in the movies, Bruce Banner said he tried to like kill himself with a gun, but like oh, he said yeah. he, he was shot himself and the Hulk, Hulk spit out the bullet or something right. like that. So that led me to believe that like you couldn't just shoot Bruce Banner and that's you killed Hulk, you know? I don't know. I'm, I'm wondering how the Hulk, what the Hulk rules are, but it's not important. I don't know. I mean, we definitely don't know. I think we don't know enough about uh, Hulk rules or uh, Hulk biology, you know, physiology. I don't think we, we know how, how it works, but I think we don't need to. You know, it works. I think it's no, better. More exposition in that first episode. I more. Think it, I think stuff like this works better when it's not defined. You know, I'll know it. I'll know when I need to. Like, I don't know. I'm just saying I would have appreciated a, well, as you know, Jen, of course. Needles can still pierce your skin if you're not in Hulk form, so be careful. As you know, Jen. <laughs> yeah, well, from Jen, Banner. As you've learned. Cousin Jen, as you know. <laughs> something like that. Gosh. Um, I don't know, but I really like this one. I feel like we're like at a good pace to set up a two-episode like finale. Like Things are finally yep. happening with Intelligentsia, I think. I think we're going to get a Todd Hulk situation. I think he's going to turn himself into a Hulk. You think so? Um, I think that's where we're going. Yeah, it's too late to introduce a new villain, and every time we think they might, that's not what's happening. So I think I think Todd's the main villain, and Intelligentsia and the Wrecking Crew, um, right? And she's got to have someone to fight. So I think like one of them is going to turn into a Hulk. I mean, that would make sense. And I yep. don't know what other Hulk we would get. Hulk King. You know? <laughs> is, Ab- is Abomination going to show up and help out? I don't know. I'm not sure about that. I still don't trust him. Uh, no, me neither. Or do I? No, I no, I do. I do. I trust him. You think his ankle monitor really just like it was the the electric fence? I don't know. Well, no, oh, you know what? No, because like, why? W- there's no point in bringing that up. He might not be evil again, but maybe that's a red herring. And like, he he's he's up to no good, but like stupid stuff, and not like actively trying to harm anyone maybe he's just being an idiot you know or it would be little... cool yeah go ahead. yeah i agree it would be cool if he like it would be like a real um like redemption moment if he sacrificed his like freedom to help her in the end right like, if he turns into abomination to help her he'll go back to jail but he de- he decides to do it anyway that'd be a cool character beat you know that you know that makes sense i mean we're not gonna i don't think we're gonna leave blonsky on un... Unresolved. I think on there's a no farm. 
Right. Well, I mean, he could. He could stay there. But I think we're not going to leave him unresolved. You know, th- there's going to be some wrap up there. True. But we only I did have, have two episodes, right? Yeah, two left. I wish they came out together. I always want like a full hour finale. I know. But I did. OK, I have one complaint that's not a complaint about the show, but like maybe about MCU. OK, it's like I think it would have been funnier or like cooler if the group therapy characters were ones that we've seen before. Oh, um, sure. I think it works better in the comics because all these people are established like Z-listers in the comics. But like, if we could have gotten some cool like MCU Z listers, I think that would have been like even funnier. Like, like most of them die, so I don't know. But like, a cross bones or like a frost right. giant or so, like right. you Something know like that, right? Or like a um, like a hydro agent. Like, sure, you know something yeah. like that. Yeah, some 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 former shield agent or yeah, I'm trying to think of who like what Z list character i'm sure there's a ton you know that like we haven't seen in forever that could just be like Like, oh "Oh, yeah that guy from thor like um i know they already used him in falcon when he's older but uh batrock you know like he was a z-lister before they brought him back but Um, that would be that would be a perfect one right yeah but that's probably harder than because you're gonna get all those existing actors back and but what are they up to what is a saint what's his name george st pierre yeah, what's he up to? Nothing. Know. Roundhouse kicks, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> probably. I imagine that's what GSP does all day, just roundhouse kicks. Yeah, but I'm looking much. Let us know who you want to be in the in the group <laughs> in the support group. Yeah, just because you're a bad guy doesn't mean you're a bad guy, right? The Zangief. That's who they should have had. Oh, okay. <laughs> from from Wreck It Ralph, or I I mean I guess from Street Fighter, but. Um, it was very reminiscent of that of that scene, except they're not bad guys. Um, Manbull was my favorite. Who was yours? Do you like Manbull? Yeah. I liked Porcupine. I thought he was cool. Leave the mask on. I also liked uh, Saracen. He was just like a thinks he's a vampire. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of cool. I did. I, I, liked I know he's all. a Blade character apparently or something. Yeah, I I I've never heard of any of these characters. So I mean, you could say. This is our first like vampire thing in the MCU with Blade coming up. <laughs> that I mean, and I could one of them's a mutant. I can't remember which one. Porcupine, uh, obviously. Well, he's just in a suit. I think. I, I yeah, I'm kidding. Maybe he's no a idea. mutant. I don't know. I I think the only character in here that I've ever even heard of would have been Porcupine. But I have you ever heard of any of these, Dylan? I think I'd heard of Porcupine. That's it. None of them even have hero clicks, dude. Dang. That's then I definitely don't know him. Like, no way. Didn't happen. Like, if if that that's how you're truly a Z-list. If they didn't make a hero clicks out of you, you're you're a nobody. Because they've no made, one cares. They've made everybody twice, you know. But anyway, um, no after credit scene to report on, but uh Dylan, I will ask you the last thing. Is Daredevil showing up next week? Yes or no? Yes. No. You don't think so? No. I hope not, but I think yes. Mm. But I said that before. It'll be Mephisto. So... No. No. He's going to show up? No. I'm kidding. Um, no, no Daredevil. What if, what if there is no Daredevil? 
There has like to ever. Be. We, we I was the, also thinking we got what the if Daredevil is like it's someone in his costume and it's not like Charlie Cox, Matt, Matt Murdock, you know, someone like cosplaying Daredevil. That would be fantastic. That, that would explain be... why it's yellow now, I guess. <laughs> you know, we haven't seen his face in any of the trailers, so that would be a funny troll also. I don't I think they I think that one they would get real heat for like I'm not prepared for the internet discourse if that's what happens you know oh my god that's true yeah no he'll be he'll be he'll be in uh the last episode I just thought of who I want to be in the in the therapy oh Trish oh Ag- Agatha Chris Walker Agatha no she's still got stuff to do she's still a player that's true. we're not doing Trish. anything with Trish Trish, Trish went off to the raft at the end oh, of Jessica that's right. Jones. It's time for her rehabilitation. She's not a bad person. Oh, um, how about oh, what's her name from Luke Cage? <laughs> um, Mariah. 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 I'm sure she's dead, but I can't remember if that did she die. I thought she was in prison. I don't know. Like regular prison, not that what about Malikin? <laughs> what's he doing? He would not do that. Yeah, get Eccleston back. <laughs> this is yeah. what he comes back for. Right. Or anyway. maybe like one of Caecilius's, uh sorcerer followers, you know? See, yeah, I mean, that's it. It could have been henchmen people that we have, haven't actually seen, but they have major ties, you know? Like like <laughs> one of the people from the the Black Widow school or whatever, just some random widow type yeah. training, training person. Or... or one of the people who like worked for the Vulture or Hydra or like right. a dark elf from Malekith or any of those Frost people. Giant. That would have been cool. Yeah. But anyway, that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you all so much for downloading us. Really appreciate all the support. This is Dylan. Bye, everyone. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time. Thanks for sticking around for the mid-credits. We can tell you've been trained well. If you want to help us out, please go over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It'll really help new people find the show, and it will help us to get Rotten Tomatoes verified so we can start affecting those rankings. Then, check out our socials. We're BRC Uncanny on Twitter, Uncanny Universe on Facebook and Instagram. We'll see you online.